It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, Dennis and uh, Brady, and it's time to step away from football for just a minute. Well, we we don't really have a choice. The, the, <laughs> the boys tip off in under a week now. I know. Uh, our first games are actually on the, uh, the 28th. In our area, uh, there's nobody playing on the 27th, but um, around the state, they can start playing. Right, so uh, games start next Tuesday, and we have some actually pretty fun ones to start, but we're not going to be talking about just next week or anything. We're going to be talking about everything as a whole because – it's both a lot of turnover, but a lot of young guys come back, and they're still pretty young. Yeah, that that's the thing about uh, this year's basketball is that like I think the top players are actually underclassmen. Yes. So uh, that can make it mean that it's going to be fun for a little while. And then, uh, of course, you know, uh, this is going to be the first time in four years that we don't have Tyler Jamison. Right. And when you lose Mr. Basketball hmm. out of your area, I mean, we've lost good players. We survived Hunter Soper leaving. Yes. We survived Johnson leaving. We survived Townsend leaving because we had right. Weimer, Weimer, um, because we had Tyler Jamison. Yeah, had, had Eli Lore leave St. Clair. Yeah. We, but now it seems like there are going to be some programs that might have to take a step back. The question is, is it a small step back or a big step back? Yeah. So. I think the, particularly in the BWAC. We'll uh, discuss all that and get her going in just a moment. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Clean by Bachelor, 810 982 
Duraclean by Bachelor. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Homestyle Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, let's uh, get into it. Uh, and where do you want to begin here, uh, Brady? What, well, what intrigues you the most? Let's start with who I think is going to be the best team this year. And I think there's going to be some separation with Port here on Northern. Okay, we, we said this for a while, but I'm going to reiterate. With as big of air quotes as I can do, they only lose Mr. Basketball. (laughs) Now, granted, they lose maybe the best player this area has ever seen. But they have a ton coming back. They have those the the three now sophomores were freshmen, Amira Moreland, Cam Haru, Alex Jamison, all coming back. Another year to marinate, another year to develop. Dennis, by the end of the year, there were some kids that maybe didn't play a lot or were on the JV so they could get minutes in play that came up, and you saw at the end, they probably could have had a role on varsity, but I'm sure Brian Jamison wanted them to actually play 20 minutes, 25 minutes a night and you know get some more reps. So when they came up, they were playing pretty well, and I think they're going to slide in pretty nicely. Yeah, uh Tyrese Johnson, I like. Cantrell, I like. And they're going to get minutes this year. Uh, plus, you, you've got some some new names. Thompson's going to play this mm-hmm. year. He was a kid that used to be at Richmond. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, also, uh, uh, Watkins came in, and uh, I'm pretty sure that he's going to have a role on the basketball team. And if his role is just go grab rebounds and be a defender and get us four to six points a night, that might be his role. And he'll be pretty darn good at it. Yeah, so, I mean, they're solid. Here's here's my, my only thing is they are young. Um, Lincoln's in their league this year. Yeah, that scares me. Um, and, like, last year, if there was a moment where the – and there weren't many, but if there was a moment where the lights got too big, they had Jameson to fall back on, and he'd be like, I got this, guys – and I'll make the, I'll make a bucket for us. I'll do what needs to be to be done. I'll take over the game. They don't get to fall back on that. Now they have to fight through those well, tough moments one, and learn themselves. Yes. However, I will at least say there was a stretch last year where Tyler Jamison was out, and they had to win some big games. I think they went down to New Haven and got a win. I believe they beat Romeo at home uh, without Tyler Jamison. Maybe Gross Point North as well. I know there were some guys. I know at least down there, Jamison was out for a bit. And 
the, the young kids figured it out. And you now it was just for a few games. So I understand what you're saying, but it's not as if this will be the first time those guys are on the floor without Tyler. No, and I'm not saying they're not going to be a good team. I think they're going to be a great team. But I think they are going to have stretches during the season where they got to figure it out for mm-hmm. themselves. And you have to remember they're sophomores. And this is a crazy thing to say. I don't think they're the favorite in their league. Well, that's just because well, Lincoln is stupid. Warren Lincoln, so, I mean, you, you talk to some coaches and they'll say Lincoln's the best team just in the MAC. Don't care about division. They're in the white, and they are the best team in the MAC, bar none. Yeah, if they were a, a slightly bigger school, they'd be ha- they'd have to play well, in I the think red because they were in the gold. You're only allowed to jump up two divisions at most during realignment, so they went as high as they could to the white. Yeah. So Warren Lincoln, I think, is probably the favorite in that league. And again, that's not a knock on Northern. It's just. Lincoln's might be the favorite to win a state title. I think they're a D2 team is to win D2. Yeah. So at, at any rate, uh, we both agree. Northern's loaded, and they're going to be loaded for the next three years. Right, because basically everyone that's going to see playing time is coming back next year. Yep. So senior night might be a little uh, anticlimactic this year for the Huskies. I, I, who's the senior left on that, that team? I can't to, have many. I'd have to see the roster, but they are a young team, and they have a young core, and this is a team that – and when you say might go through stretches, they might not blow out a team you expect to blow out. They, they're bad stretches. Okay, maybe they lose a game to a tough team. But they're still going to win a heck of a lot more than they lose this year. Oh, yeah, that goes without saying. But, I mean, I, I, I'm not expecting a 22-0 and season. I'm not even expecting a 20-win season unless we throw in playoff wins, <laughs> which I hope they, they get a few. Uh, I thought last year's team was going to finally knock off Dakota. And uh, I think – Can, da- we, can da- we keep Dakota's, everyone healthy? Dakota's going to be better – this year because they get a lot of those kids back. Can we keep everyone healthy? Yeah, that's the other thing is of all the teams in our area that got banged up last year, Northern was right up there at the top of the list. Yes, they were They were beat up pretty good, and especially in the big moments. Like in, in the districts, they didn't have everyone. At the end of the MAC tournament, I don't think they had everyone. So, yeah. Definitely at the end of the Dakota game, right. they, they had like five kids out. <laughs> Yeah, so stay healthy, but I think I don't think it's a stretch to say that right now Northern is top dog, and I think there's a pretty big gap between Northern and then probably about half a dozen teams that are going to be fighting to be number two. Well, in the MAC, I think we both agree that we're excited too about St. Clair. Right. Let's go to PH since they're the. They're the crosstown rival, and I think PH is going to have a good team. I mean, this is the whole Silver League, but Port Huron is going to be a nice team. Again, but you lose Connor Rosenau, you lose Dwynell Benjamin. Those are two pretty big pieces. I mean, Benjamin eliminated the paint when he was out there. He wouldn't always score, but defensively, he would not let anyone get into the paint, and Connor Rosenau would get his, but he would never explode for like a 25-point game. But what he did is kind of what you talked about with Tyler Jamison is when things got chaotic and they needed to settle it down, they got it to Connor and, and figured it out. Now, 
You talk to other coaches around the area, teams that have scrimmaged Port Huron, they go, oh boy, you better look out for that for that Garrett James kid. Yeah, he can shoot the lights out. Um, James will definitely be a guy they lean on for scoring. Yes. Uh, and and uh, for outside shooting. And and the other thing is his outside shooting will, will set him up to drive to the basket, too. Once teams start to come out to defend on him, he's quick enough to get around guys. Um, my my thing with the big reds is who's going to Red hand, Hawks or the Red Hawks? Yeah, come on, you got, you did it pretty well through football season. <laughs> Whatever, people people don't understand. For thirty three years, I've been calling them one thing, then they don't get it. Um, so for the Red Hawks, is who's going to be the guy that handles the basketball? Who brings it up the court for them? Does James have to do that, or can he get to his spot and you know? somebody else can get him the ball with open looks or you know is he going to have to to kind of be Mr. Everything or well they do, have some other guys guy? they have Javon Foy he was a guy that saw minutes last year Jackson Rowe played a lot last year and they get a Thompson they have Trayvon Thompson um, at PH to help carry the load a bit and a lot of the guys we're talking about are juniors for this team yeah but, again, the, because when they got in trouble last year, it was when teams pressured them, and they'd start throwing the ball away, and they, they couldn't handle that. And that's when they'd put Rosenau in and say, inbound the ball to him, and, and he'll get it up the court for us. He'll make a smart pass. Um, and that that's just what I, what I have to see is who that guy's going to be and, and how he does. Well, and it also took – Port here on high a little bit last year to figure it out. I think they started like one in four, one in five last year. I know it wasn't a good start. They played some tough competition, but it ended up working out for them pretty well. And here's the first three games for PH this year at Romeo, center line in the MAC champion, the Champions Classic or whatever they call it, center line. So basically a road game and Northern. They could be 0 and 3 and they could be a good team. Yeah. Cuz center line's good. Uh, yes. and, and and keep in mind PH is in that tournament because they won a league title yes. last year. So PH last year started 1 and 4 and then followed it up after the new year winning six of their next seven with their only loss being in overtime at Madison. Yeah, and th- and they played some great road games last year and beat some tough teams. Yep, one at Lakeview. They uh they lost a tough one at St. Clair, but they got some so some big road wins. The, the, the Lakeview one was the biggest one. And when teams had to come to PH, I believe they were undefeated at home in their league. Yeah, the, the, they were really – once they got going, the, they were actually a lot of fun to watch because they were a very solid uh, team. And uh, they got it done. They worked hard. Um, and, 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 again, you, you know, Brady, that every night you're not going to shoot the lights out. No. But every night you can defend. Yes. And they made it tough for other teams to score a lot of nights. So I, this is a, a PH team that I, I want to see how they do in the back half of December because they have like seven games before the new year. And, again, those three games they start off with, all right, I, I'm kind of given a pass that as long as you – learn from it because they looked bad in some of the first games like the Utica game I remember they played bad in that game but they figured it out they they grew as a team 
So can they grow so when in the back half of the month of December, they have a couple of league games at Marysville, at Marine City. Talk about Marysville in a second. They're going to be better. Marine City's, we don't really know. But then you play Bad Axe, Cross, Lex, and Yale. Those are going to be some tough games, especially Cross, Lex, and Yale. A lot of those are on the road. Can you be substantially better from the start of December to when the new year comes around? Yeah, uh, and, and we'll, again... Well, we'll see as we, we go, but yeah, with me, uh, unlike like if Northern starts zero and three, you scratch your head and go, well, how did how could that happen? But if if PH starts that way, you go, don't worry, they're going to get better, right, right. So um, PH is looking to defend their league title, and Marysville is a team that. I don't, I'm not ready to say that they're going to be right in the mix at the end for a league title. I'm not ready to say that they're going to be one of the teams that we need to mention in the first sentence. But I wouldn't take Marysville lightly. They, they've been a really young team for a few years. Now some of those guys are, are juniors. You have Cole Horan, Makai Radford, Zach Winston, other guys that have been marinating, and they've been taking their lumps. Now this group is getting older, and they're upperclassmen, and they've been around the block a few times. I think Marysville can be a team that you can't just write off and go, all right, we're going to beat the Vikings. No, I, uh, again, yeah, they, they've really struggled the last couple of years, but they're going to be better this year. Mm-hmm. That's what I can say about them. They're going to be a, a better th- team this year. Um, uh, on any given night, they can win a basketball game where we couldn't really say that the last couple of years. Um, and like Northern, has anybody been struck with key injuries more than Marysville the last few years? Yeah, they haven't been um, They haven't been lucky with that. Makai Radford's the best player that's played like eight games in the last two years. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, this is a kid that Simpson as a freshman. missed almost the whole year last right. year, and he was their big. Radford, as a freshman, started on freshman basketball, and by the end of the season was starting in the districts. That doesn't happen. And then last year, you saw when he did play, made a difference. Can we get 20 games out of the kid? Yeah. Uh, you can miss one or two. Hey, you can catch. You can get sick and miss a couple of games in January. That's fine. Just give me 20 games <laughs> because I think between Haran, Radford, some other kids they have, they're going to be a better team. Now, again, I'm not ready to say they're going to compete for a league title. It's tough to go from two wins to a league championship. You don't, you don't do that. But can they knock off some teams and, and throw a wrench in a plans and be a team you don't want to see come late February, early March? I think they can find a way to do that. Well, you know, I'm just looking. Can you win 10, 11, 12 games? Right. You, you have a 12-win season. You went from, from two wins to having a winning record. Right. You know, that, that would, to me, that's a big jump. But I think they can make that jump. Well, they, they start off home to cross Lex, home to – Clintondale at Yale, home to New Haven. That's a tough, tough early stretch. And that doesn't, and that's before they get into league play with the Port Huron game, with the Lakeview game, which I don't think Lakeview is going to be as good as they were last year. But there are some games you look at and you go, I think the Vikings are favored in that. I think they're going to be favored against Marine City both times. They go to Algonac. They should be the favorite in that one. As of right now, they're playing Memphis in the, in the, uh, SC4 uh, tournament, they should be a favorite in that one. And, and right there, that's just 
four games they should win off the rip, and that's if they don't beat anyone else in the league. That's This is a Marysville team that, again, I'm not telling you that they're going to be the one seed in their district, that they're going to be this great team. But they're a team that if you just think you can roll the ball out on the floor and beat, you're going to be surprised. Now, they're, again, like I said, every night the shots aren't going to be going in, mm-hmm. but they will defend every night and they will work hard every night or their coach will not be happy with them, <laughs> and, and he's pretty intense. Yes, he, but he, he's gotten better, <laughs> and yet he's gotten in just as much trouble when, yeah, he's been, uh, when yeah. Shunk's been called. He, he needs to yell at the officials because when he talks calmly to them, yeah, they get offended. Apparently, they don't like that. <laughs> so um, let's go south again. Let's go to St. Clair because while PH is the favorite, I th- or it was the defending champ, I think St. Clair might be the favorite in the silver and that's because they have probably the best player in the silver in Braylon France. Yeah, and I know there, there's three or four northern kids that will argue that, but well, on the silver, uh, not uh, the area. Yeah, uh, Franz is, is he's special. Yes, um, and, and and last year he was special as a freshman, right? So, and he's got some guys around him. He has Cooper Pennywell. Has Nesbitt. He has a few other guys that um, I'm blanking on. McCartney. Yeah, McCartney has uh, been here and is having a really nice camp. So St. Clair is going to have a couple big guys where I don't know who's going to have the big guys in the silver to contend with it. They're they're two, like the guys that they need to figure out how to replace – Essien for his shooting last year because he shot the lights out. And you're never going to replace the, the the kid that just set the single season record for threes in a season. That's just yeah. not gonna happen. And and then who's going to be their Ellis? Because they always have one. Right. Who's going to be that guy that just goes in, puts his head down, and runs into the wall? Right. So I mean, St. Clair, and, and they're in a new gym, um, so they will. It's somehow seats less people, which I don't understand how you make a new gym and it seats less people, <laughs> um, especially when I'm sure they want to host districts and regionals and get that home court advantage. A little easier to sell when, when Mary's will sit in there going, hey, we can hold like 2,000 people and St. Clair's going, oh, we can get 800 if we get standing room. <laughs> but um, some, there, there are some guys on this uh, St. Clair team I'm excited about, and I want to see Who's the one that takes that becomes the Braylon Essien? Because this time last year we didn't say Braylon's Essien name a whole lot in our preview. No, we didn't. We had no idea he was like, going to bust he was, out. He was coming back. He played, but we weren't saying yes. He's going to be a key part of this team, and he was. And if St. Clair can find a, a guy or two that doesn't have to set a school record or anything, but can just be solid players, this is going to be a team to look out for because. On most nights, they're going to have the best player on the floor. Yeah, and and you just want you want that guy that's a threat, so that it takes a little of the heat off Franz. Somebody else who can make a shot sometimes. Mm-hmm. Somebody else who forces the defense not to double team Franz. Well, and, and Essien, he was a weird case when we did end of the year uh, awards because. He had one role and he did the role really damn well, but his role was. Corner, stand there, wait for France to give you the ball and hit the three, and he did that a lot. Yeah. But he, that was his one role, and he did it really well. Can they find a, a guy or two that can be the um, that can 
find that role because they're going to have size. They're going to have, again, Braylon Franz, who is really darn good. I think St. Clair is going to be the favorite in the Max Silver this year. Um, and, and I know they're going to have home court advantage, but I want to see how long it takes them to adjust to the new gym and for it to feel like hmm. home and for the student section to well, make it, it feel like... Well, if like, it's smaller, it yeah, probably won't, probably won't take, take long. long. Yeah. They just won't have to worry about the, the, the bad floor. Or the, <laughs> but again, hey, just, get I, me, just get me new scoreboards. They do have it's all LED. Yeah, so. I, I I mean I, I actually I like the old gym a lot. I like the the stage at the one end, um, and I, I did. Um, and there's a lot of memories in yes. that, in that uh, gym. So, and um, apparently they wanted to recreate it because they did the Yankee Stadium. We're just going to build the same thing right over there. Yeah. So which is, I think, awesome. Some things don't need to be changed. Yale Park needs to be changed. St. Clair Gym didn't need to be changed. Except oh, you, it's a better scoreboard. You made some people mad. Oh, oh there come on. Come uh, on. All right, last team in the Max Silver, then we'll take a break. Uh, Marine City. I don't know a lot about this Marine City team. I mean, Marine City basketball has been struggling a bit the last couple years. Well, new coach. Yep, Robert Salisbury is uh, uh, now the head man there, so... And, and I think um, guys that contribute this year are going to be a little younger. I, well, I think they've Adams got some is, JV guys coming up yes, that mean, are going to have to play. Adams was a nice player for them uh, for Marine City last year. I thought he did a really nice job for them. Uh, he was a tall lefty, and he was their primary guy. There was just no one else around him. Uh, and he was kind of in and out of their lineup. Uh, too. I think he had uh, an injury at one point during the season because I can remember going down there to do a game and going, where's Adams? Oh, he's going to be out for you know a couple weeks. Uh, they need to stay healthy. Um, you know, and, and I'm sure, uh, and, and this goes for all of our teams, there's going to be the surprise guy. And, and last year for them, Van Deviver started knocking down threes about the middle of the season, and he kind of became a go-to guy. Yeah, they had a couple young guys that would be up and down in Beaker and Hand that were fifth-quarter guys, but they probably could have played on varsity, but they, they kept them up and down. So we'll see what those young guys can contribute, but I just don't know if they're going to have the depth that is going to be required. Maybe in the starting five they can hang with some teams, but when they have to go to the bench, I think a lot of teams 6, 7, 8, and 9 are going to be better than Marine City 6, 7, 8, and 9. In the last couple of years, and this might just be me, uh, maybe it's not the same when you watch them play, but no team in the area has gotten into foul trouble faster than the Mariners. It, it just feels like you know they, they, they get two or three guys on the floor and you're five minutes into the game and they're all picking up their third foul. Yeah, and again, when you don't have a lot of depth, that's something you can't afford to do. But Marine City is going to have some some hills to climb. But I, I do like Will Adams as a as a player. I thought he was pretty good last year. Yeah. So, okay, let's uh, we'll take a break, and then Dennis. I think for the first time in like maybe since we've been doing this, we can say the B wax kind of wide open. 
Yeah. I don't want to say wide open, but it's not a foregone conclusion who the top team or top two teams are going to be. Unless they're sandbagging. Eh, <laughs> even if they're sandbagging, I think there's some pretty good teams. Okay, we will uh, talk about the BWAC next. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, BWAC boys basketball uh, now. And um, are, are, are they just trying to to trick us, or, or is Crosslex finally going to take a step back? 
Yes, they will take a step back. No, it will not be nearly as big as everyone around the BWAC is hoping it's going to be. <laughs> so, Croslex is the, what, four-time defending BWAC champion? They've won it every year in the 2020s, I believe. Yeah. And uh, they split last year with Richmond. We'll get to them in a bit. But Croslex doesn't didn't have the air apparent coming into this season where, okay, after Hunter Soper and Tyler Johnson left, you knew Jake Townsend and Sage Slanick would be the leaders and they'd take over and be all right. And then you knew last year it was going to be Trey Kolakovich and Donovan uh, McDonald. McDonald. I almost said Mitchell. Um, <laughs> uh, that would have been something. Yeah, that, <laughs> it felt like they had guys like them out We'd there. We'd have done all times. their games then. Um, but you, you knew they were going to slide in. This year, they don't have that guy that is going to be, yes, he's the surefire guy. Now, I know Krampitz is one of the guys that they're hoping steps up, plays a lot of minutes, but who else is going to be there? You hear that they got some guys to come back out for basketball that could make a big difference that if they play, then they're going to be successful again. And when I say Croslex is going to take a step back, I think they will probably still end up with 15 to 17 wins this year, maybe even a little more, but no, for those hoping they're going to fall off a cliff, they're not going to suddenly go 9 and 13 and finish fifth in the BWAC. Well, you know, we know they're going to play defense first and, and foremost. Um, and, I just, again, I know there's going to be somebody who is on that team that in the past they didn't get to play a lot, right. and they're going to get their chance this year, and probably they're going to be better than we think they are. Yes, because that's what they do. They develop guys in the background that you you just kind of forget about, and then they show up the next year, and they are dudes. And that's why they've had such a successful program is that it might frustrate some kids, but when they're developing in the background, it's four moments like this. When the sh the light gets shined on you, you're ready to go. Donovan McDonald was a perfect example. His sophomore year basically was there for to clap and go in and blowouts. And by his senior year, he was a centerpiece on that team that was a big difference uh, in, in their big games. Yeah, so you, you, I know you, you still got a soul on that team. Uh, and and they always do stuff. Hmm. <laughs> they, they play gutty. Uh, Mativier shot a few threes last year. Maybe he gets to step into a role uh, this year. Uh, confidence shouldn't be a problem. I thought he had a really good football season. He's got to be feeling good about where <laughs> he's at athletically. Well, Espinosa is one of the guys that is, is listed on their roster. He's going to be an athlete, if nothing else, and you know Lance can figure out what to do with an athlete. Geiger is a guy that, that played in minutes last year. So there are going to be players that they have to work with. Um, uh, I believe Cam Saunders, he was a fifth-quarter guy, if I remember, last year, that he'd come up and play some minutes. So that means that they were hoping to get him a little bit of experience so mm -hmm. that this year they can take a step forward. So... Is Croslex going to be this behemoth that they've been the last four years and all other BWAC teams need to hide and just pray that they keep it within 20? No. Is Croslex still one of 
I would say the three teams that could win a BWAC title this year, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah, I'm not ready to dethrone them, but I, I'm with you. They probably don't run rough shot over the league like they have been doing. Because the last two seasons between Croslex and Richmond, they have combined for one loss against not each other. Yeah. And that was two years ago when Richmond lost to Yale. Well, I, I want to go right down the road to Yale because they're an interesting team. Yale is a team that I think is going to be ready to compete. Remember, they were a 10-foot floater away from knocking off Crosslex in the districts. They had that. They had that. That was right there. And they bring a lot back. And we talk about young guys. He might not always score, but the, the guy that gets the ball in the right person's hands all the time is Kohler. Yeah. Kohler is good. Uh, and, and we get that from coaches in the area that don't even have to worry about dealing with Yale. But they, they know that name and they know he's good. Um, and, and that's one of the names that comes up all the time when we ask people about, well, what do you think of Yale? And all oh, that Kohler kid is, is really good. But they've also got some experience. Monarch's been there for a couple of years, and he's a guy that I just keep waiting for him to score 15 to 20 well, a night. Because he can because he's a shooter, and, and when you shoot like he does, you're going to have success. Yes. And some other guys, I mean, Monarch, Jakubiak is a guy out there that plays well, and Yale was starting to figure it out at the end of last season. And even through most of the, the season, I mean, this is a team last year that finished, let's see, what did they finish last year? I know they, they lost to the two top dogs. They were a 16-8 and eight team last year uh, that, that really only lost to the top teams in the BWAC. And they took care of basically everybody else. Yeah, you, you, you know, and uh, again, well coached. Yep. Um, they play hard. They, they, most nights they play defense real well. Uh, uh, again, if they struggle, it would be on a night where the shots just weren't mm. going down. But they get a lot of good looks, and again, a lot of that is Kohler bringing the basketball up and getting it to open guys. And playing at Yale is probably one of the toughest places to play in the BWAC because it seems like the student section is always there in Yale, and it just doesn't look huge because they have giant bleachers, but they they bring a home court advantage to them. Well, it, it's fun. When they host a district and they open up the stands on both sides yes. of the gym, it gets noisy in there, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so Yale is a tough place to play, and I, I think that they are one of the teams that I am putting in the BWAC title picture. And the third is MLA City. I think MLA City is ready to take that next step. They bombed Yale a couple times last year, if you remember, especially one at Yale. The biggest concern with MLA City, and this is not a, if this is your biggest concern, you're all right, is there a team that is predicated on the three, and they can shoot it pretty well. But that also means if you have an off night, that you could drop a game you're not supposed to. 
They also have one of the best kept secrets in the BWAC. Well, not to BWAC teams, right? But maybe to everybody else in the area, and that's Nash. Yes, Nash yeah. can ball. Xander Nash is another guy who's not a senior that could end up being first team all area by by the time this season's over. Yeah, he he's a name that uh, I'll be surprised if we're not saying it uh, a lot. And they have uh, some some other kid. They had a a kid, and uh, now I'm gonna not. I have the memory loss, um, but he was basically a JV fifth quarter player two years ago, and I thought last year he was gonna have a big season. Might I might have to to wait till this year for it, but I I wish I could remember. His well, name. I know I can picture him very athletic. No, Evans is a guy on that team that plays pretty well. That he, I mean, he was their quarterback for football. He's a guy that I think is going to have a role at some point. But this MLA City team is going to be pretty darn good, and they have a good amount coming back. Don't be surprised if MLA City's right in the mix at the end because the Spartans, pretty good team, and they will have one of the best players in the BWAC in Xander Nash. Yeah. So where does Richmond fit in in all of this? Because they've been at the, the top for a while, but they basically graduated everybody. I think Richmond is a candidate to take a step back. I mean, you look at the guys that they lost, it was Basically, ninety percent of their scoring, and and just good play rebounders yes. too, and just really athletic, and that that's been a fun team to watch for a couple of years now. Yeah, it has. <laughs> and I mean, you lose Carl Stevens, you lose DeQuan Haskins, you lose Thompson, you lose uh, Trey Graham. He's not there anymore. I, I think so. I think Yelenich was a senior, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, and their other uh, shooter that would. That was just like Yelinich. Um with Bartolomucci a senior. Bar, uh, uh So there's they six, had several bigs, so, Mays. So there's six, seven guys now that all aren't back, and they are going to be replaced with all young guys. So you you think, especially in that league where everywhere you go, where even you know going to the teams that were not expecting. To have big seasons, it's still a grind. It's a grind to go to North Branch. North Branch might be better this year. It's a grind to go to Armada. It's a grind to go to Elmont. Even if you win the games, you come out of there knowing that you had to play hard to do it. And I just think Richmond, it was their class last year. They had a hell of a team. I think they are going to take a step back this year. Um, I And again, it's just part of high school sports. Sometimes you get it nice like Croslex had it where you have some guys in the class of 23, some guys in the class of 22 and 21 that you know for the next few years you're going to have dudes. And sometimes you get a class, kind of, and Armada I think is in the same boat, where you got a bunch of seniors and this is your year and the next year you know you're going to take a step back. Yeah, well, what are they going to do at Armada? Because they too lose a bunch of guys and they've been a force in the league now for two or three years. Are they going to take a step back? Well, I mean, they lose a lot. Just looking up and down their roster, there's not a lot of guys we said their name a ton of. I mean, I think we said Ketting's name last year. I think uh, we might have mentioned, I'm um, just looking, Bol- uh, that was a different, yeah, Cal Bolin played a yeah. bit, but 
You lose a thousand point score in Andrew Snezak. You lose Kuhn. You lose um, a few other guys that played really well for you. No, I don't think Armada is going to bottom out, but I do think that the BWAC might be a little down this year because Richmond graduated so many, because uh, Armada graduated so many. Looking at this right now, it, there's only three seniors on Armada's team. Who are those guys? Zalka, Ruers, Elliot. Names that we yeah, didn't Ru- say. Ruers played, yeah. but the other two guys, not a lot. Yeah, so your seniors aren't guys that were huge contributors last year. Now, again, like at Richmond, could Justin Smalls be a guy that, now that he's got the whole team in his hand, could he blossom and go, yeah, he's just stuck under a, a great class, maybe. Could some of these guys at Armada show up and go, all right, now that they get a chance, they they flourish and we see how good they are? Absolutely. But I think that they're both going to take a step back and they're going to be fighting to, for position in the middle part of the BWAC. All right, a, a team that uh, kind of started to show signs last year and maybe they're ready to move up uh, and and be better this year is North Branch. I like North Branch. Not Again, not to win the BWAC. I'm not going to say they're ready to be there. But they're in a spot where I think they can surprise some people, that they can beat a lot of the teams that aren't the best in the area. Um, a lot of teams that they should beat and give the good teams some some issues. And, and again, they're they're kind of off on their own little island, but half their games are there. Mm-hmm. And going out there in the middle of winter, it's a tough place to to go and play. And uh, yeah, I I think they can be kind of scrappy too because they started kind of becoming a tough team to play against kind of in the middle of last year. Um, let me pull up their last year, but they had some players that you knew they needed a little more marinating. And I like that Coach Chittles out there. I think he is really bringing a standard to, to North Branch. You know, you talk to other coaches, they like what he's doing out there. And don't be surprised if North Branch, who went 7-15 and last year, can surprise some teams because, yeah, they took a lot on the chin, but you look, two-point loss to Yale at, at one point. They were in a, a couple-possession game with Armada. Uh, yeah, they got bombed a few times by Richmond and Croslex. But they do that to everybody. Yes. Or they did that to everybody last year. So I think this team can take a step forward and probably get in the double-digit wins. I don't think that's a crazy thing to, to – to, um, Assume, especially when they play basically everybody that's surrounding North Branch. I mean, they play Otisville, Lakeville, Mayville, Vassar, Clio in non-conference games. And those can be winnable games. Brown City, which we'll talk about that in the last segment, um, That all the the rest. But uh, I think North Branch is going to be a team. They have some guys last year that I saw, and you go, these guys can play. They just need a little bit more time to, to figure it out, learn, and grow. And they might be the benefactor of some other teams taking a step back. Yeah. 
Boy, I'd like them to get those Gorman kids out on the court and let them run around for a little while and put you just want to see them run. You just like how fast they are. (laughs) That that Um, would be a lot of fun to watch on a basketball court. And then Algonac is a team that we don't know a ton about. I believe their best players last year were seniors. Yeah. Um, they they've been struggling for a while. They're they're trying to get on on their footing. Uh, and Almont. Um, oh yeah, Almont too. Sorry, score. I always forget one, but Almont should be a team that's at least interesting. Um, Radoslavic is going to be their go-to guy from last year. Roshevsky graduated, correct? I believe so. Yeah. So, I mean, Almont is going to start behind the eight ball. I know they don't have a ton of football kids that play basketball, but they are going to. Uh, they're going to have a few guys that are playing big-time catch-up uh, after Saturday when they play in a final because their first game is like the, within a few days, so they're not even going to have like three practices before they tip yeah. off. Well, I, the the two that I that I know for sure, Walton played basketball and Bankston played basketball, and that's right. that's the Bankston's the center on the football team, and Walton's a wide receiver, and well, hopefully. They, they they can pick it up pretty quickly. Uh, well, Walton's a shooter, so I'm sure anytime he steps into the gym, he thinks he can knock one down. So <laughs> shooters are like that. Uh, all right, so that's the BWAC. Um, we'll talk about uh, Mooney and the uh, thumb uh, when we come back in just a moment. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. 
getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Well, Mooney was the semifinalist a year ago, and they lost to the team that eventually won a state uh, title. They played some great basketball in the postseason, I, I think. And part of it is the schedule that they play in the regular season. They, they, they challenge themselves. So you kind of – you're in the regular season going, eh, Mooney is – we know they're good, but their record doesn't suggest that they're great. And then they got into the playoffs, and they started doing things. Um, they were great at the regionals, and, and they got two really impressive wins there. The The Trillium game was just exciting from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then even the game with uh, with Munising, they battled in that one. I'm going to miss Trent Rice. He was just one of those guys that it didn't matter what sport he was playing. It was fun to watch him run around. But there's still a Rice. There's Daniel Rice that I know they like down there. But I think the main guy this year is going to be Brian Everhart. Yeah, he's the shooter. He's the guy that's they're going to look to. He's the number one option, I think. And I want to see how some of these guys step into new roles. Like a kid like, uh, I don't know, Quinn Addis has been around a little bit. Hadn't been asked to do a ton. Will probably be asked to do more this year. Um, you know, the, the, the Cullen Knuth kid is, is a sophomore on varsity for them. I think they're expecting him to, to, to play a role. The biggest question for me is, for basically the last half decade, Mike McAndrews has had a big, like a really good big he could rely on yeah. from to Dallas to Catavera. Is he who is going to be that big? And are they going to be able to have a guy in the middle that you know is going to grab rebounds and alter shots? I think it's going to have to be Luke Bright. He was the backup to Catavera last year. He did get valuable minutes in the regional mm-hmm. uh, and, and played well for them. Was he a big-time scorer? No, but he didn't take a lot of shots. They didn't run a lot of plays for him. But I, I do think he can rebound, and, and certainly everybody at Mooney has to play defense or you're not going to get on the floor. Right, right. But the, they play some tough teams. I mean, they, we'll get a good 
litmus test. They play Richmond on the 9th. They go to St. Clair on December 12th at Lutheran North. I think will be a game where you can draw some conclusions. They actually play Port Huron as well, the Marine City at the end of the year. They host Cross Lex at the end of January. They play a lot of local teams. so Which I like. And we can get them on the air a little more then. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes it a lot easier than when you're playing Ann Arbor, Green, whatever they are. Green Hills. Yeah. <laughs> Just didn't know that was a school until that happened. Um, but this is a Mooney team that, remember, last year their record was not great. In fact, there was a time at the like the turn of January to February, we're going, what is this Mooney team doing? Like They're struggling. And then they played their best basketball at the right time. Yeah. I, I did go with them to hack it. Mm-hmm. And Hackett was good, and they had a terrific game, and that gave me like, okay, th- they've got it in them, right? That I, I think if if they find it, they'll be all right, and it, and they ended up finding it once the postseason began. And I don't know who's going to be the top teams in D four that they're going to have to worry about because I think the kids from Genesee Christian, most of them graduated. I have no idea about places like Taylor Trillium or it, it seems like it's going to be a different team, but we'll, we'll see how this team progresses. I think this is a team that like a few others, December's not going to matter as much. You can take some lumps in December as long as by like MLK day, you're playing pretty good basketball. Yeah. With, with Trillium, they had the two brothers. One for sure was a senior. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about the, the other one. Cause I don't think they were twins. Um, and then, you know, uh, Munising was mostly a senior-driven team, so I don't know if they're making another deep well, run. Well, once you get to a semifinal, yeah. especially in D4 basketball, it's a crapshoot. Yeah, but the, the, they, they were big and fast and, and mean, so <laughs> uh, it was a good combination, and that's why they won it. Dennis, I have no idea what's going to happen in the Thumb this year. Well, you lose Muxlow out of Brown City, so now we so now they've lost two big-time players in the last two seasons, right. so we don't really know what's going to be next there for them. No. Uh, and, and yeah, you're right. I, I mean, uh, we, Sandusky is usually solid. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't really been world beaters. Seems like Peck's going through a cycle in boys' sports where they're trying to find themselves. Right. Coming. Uh, I don't know what more. I mean, Sandusky went ten and two in the conference last year, and their only losses were to Brown City. And then everyone else was kind of a mishmash of okay, like like Ubley was seven and five after going to a regional the year before. Can they recapture it? Is Harbor Beach going to have anyone? What's Marlette going to be? Because they were they struggled in league last year. I really don't know what to expect from the GTC East or the NCTL, the Deckervilles and, and CPSs of the world. Yeah. Um, so that'll uh, be a, a year of discovery. Um, that'll be a, uh, maybe uh, us picking Mike Gallagher's uh, hmm. brain a little bit too right. for the teams that he covers at least. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm not sure what to expect. Uh, I, I think in the NTCL, Kingston's probably – Really good well, might you, be the the favorite. Usually with that size school, if you're you if you have good boy athletes, you're gonna have at least a decent team. Yeah. So uh, again, we we know that uh, that for for Peck recently, it's been a little bit of a of a struggle. Um, they graduated a lot off the the last 
uh, what they had last year. Right. And they had some athletes. Yes. Yes, they did. But I, I'm just going to be honest. I'm not going to lie to everyone listening and say, this is the feel I have. I got no clue what's <laughs> going to happen up there. Um, it, just looking at what, what from last year, if you forced me to make a pick, I probably would pick Sandusky. Yeah. Maybe Ubley, but probably Sandusky. Well, the, my problem with, with Ubley is uh, those kids uh, haven't even looked at a basketball yet because they still got to play football. Right. You know, Harbor Beach, maybe. I I just throw your hands up and go, I, I don't know. <laughs> because I don't. And I'm not going to lie to everyone. Yeah, so. and, and I know nothing about bad acts. Well, uh, no, because they're, they're in the West for basketball. In, yeah, because so K-Pack and... Because Cass City might be tough. Because K-Pack and Brown City are eight-man in football, so they had to bring someone over to balance it out. So since those two are uh, basketball in the GTC, then they are they are. uh, It's the normal GTC East, the final year of the GTC East in basketball, and and then it becomes the big thumb, and then I don't know who's playing who. Which I think mostly for the big schools, it's pretty much the same in basketball, but. All right, anything else, Dennis? Um, should be a, a fun year of basketball. I think there might be some teams that take some lumps, and I have a feeling by the time Christmas comes around, there's going to be a half dozen kids we're going, I didn't know about this kid. I yeah. wasn't aware how good he was. No disrespect to our seniors in the area, but I think most of our star players this year are going to be younger players. And there just aren't a ton of seniors in the area yeah. either. There really aren't. I mean, like, like off the Which top of my head, thing too. Everhart might be the top senior that I can think of yeah. right away. That's I mean, the one I, that jumps out at you. I mean, if if Espinosa or some of the kids that come back from Cross Lex can figure it out. I mean, Monarch and Jakubiak out in Yale. I yep. think MLA City probably has a, a pretty good senior or two. I just don't know what grade everyone's in out there. But um, is, is Radoslavic a senior? Uh, I Probably this year, yeah. So if he's a senior, he'd be in that mix. But it's a lot of good young players. Okay. Uh, Which means this next year will be very easy for us. So basketball starts for us on uh, Tuesday of next week. Yep, and then we'll have, again, Friday, we'll have Almont uh, with uh, Coach Lusby, and we've already recorded the interview with Coach Sweeney. Awesome interview. He's great to talk to. And then we'll have a segment previewing the finals. Monday, it'll be mostly state final wrap-up. And then next Wednesday, we'll probably be doing this for the girls. Yeah. With and we might have to sprinkle in a segment about the start of boys basketball too, because there will be a few games to talk about. Yes. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. All right. See you after Thanksgiving. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water area is stuck on sports.